a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind we're not doctors ever claim to be. Nope, just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. You know what's so funny? We decided to start recording, and as soon as I said, let's start recording, Stanger, you put your thumb in your mouth. <laughs> what do you like? Wah. Wah. I'm you a baby. Sad? Are you going to becoming a sad baby? I'm a little baby. Yeah. I'm jealous of uh, Alice's attention. So oh, I'm yeah. regressing a little bit. Oh, it's normal. right. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, that bad reviewer who hates to hear about my baby. We're talking about it, baby. Yeah. Turn off the episode. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I will say that there's been a bunch, uh, and our guest for this week uh, brings up that he has no reason to want to get a Peloton. John Gabris is our guest this week. But um, I have been, speaking of Peloton, before we get with him, um, because I'm speaking about it because I feel like it, uh, gotten a, a bunch of, uh, you know, follow requests from, I think, a bunch of bell babies out there um, who want to see what I'm working out with. And you know what? Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on that uh, app right now. That bike comes a week from today. Oh, are you pumped? I'm pumped, baby. Christmas. It's Christmas in November. Christmas coming early. It's I'm working off them turkey legs with them turkey legs. <laughs> 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 and I feel like I'm going to I'm I'm going for it. You know what's so cool? I will say uh leading up to it, I haven't been pumping it up too much in the household in the, you know, Good. Casa Cordero. Don't want to oversell it. Don't want to oversell it, but Trish is part of like this mom's group on Facebook where, you know, it, it helps um answer questions about various things from, you know, breastfeeding to taking care of an infant, two kids, all that stuff. Woman stuff. W- woman stuff and parent stuff and everything. But know, part I of know. it is is um, is about fitness and, like, you know, um, postnatal and, and prenatal yoga and everything. Right. Um, but there is also a big contingent of Peloton moms on there. Oh, great. Perfect. So, so um, she gets it sparked her interest a little bit. She um, so there's little subgroups of her big group. So she signed she she joined the Peloton subgroup and it's gotten her excited because then she's great. just like, oh, there's there's certain instructors that people like and I'm excited to see what those are. And, you know, I feel like she's going to be on the Cody train pretty quick. And I think, yeah. you know, I think yes. he, he's fun in that way. And, I- you know. I think for moms, dads, anybody, you know, it's it's this kind of appointment style fitness to yeah. where you can be 20 minutes. I mean, you can really it's almost designed to build around somebody's nap schedule. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and also the thing that it's built around is because the um, because it's it's so um, integrated with other people with yeah. like a leaderboard and all the that community. stuff, the community the stuff that Ben Rogers hates. Um, it It's funny because I think on that board, they'll be like, hey, we're all going to take a class at 9 a.m. and it'll be this class. Oh, cool. You know, and then that way they're all signed in and all signed up for the same time in the same class and then they chase each other. Yeah, that's cool. That's we, neat. We didn't talk about it. There's a way you can like interface like if you and i were on the bike at the same time we can see each other right yeah i think once 
once the uh, once the bike gets here, maybe we can, you know, do, have do one, yeah, do one every once in a while. Just yeah. like a, uh, I, I don't know if you can type in a chat. I'm not going to chat while I'm riding my bike, but at least it'll be cool that we could get a Bell Babies ride in. Yeah, we could do, or we could even f- like Instagram live it while we're while sure. you and I are, you know. On Love each it. other's screens or something like you could see video of you like i can see oh, you really my, yeah oh like that like that yeah oh that's that's scary shit i'm not gonna <laughs> rinse in that to trish at all yeah i don't know if i'll ever use that I, that's no that's i mean for, like for you and i as a stunt i mean sure. i don't know outside yeah outside of that you know that's like my cool, sister though. my sisters do it with each other sometimes really yeah where they can see each other yeah huh yeah um that's really neat that's cool. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's 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 got to be our guest this week. John Gabris has a funny rant about Peloton at the end of part two, so you won't hear it in this week, but you can look right. forward to it in part two about and why he won't get a Peloton, how to spite. <laughs> but I will say that you know we uh, it, we're doing a two parter with um, Gabris, not because he's just another of the action boys and he deserves a two parter, but that is part of it. But yeah, favored nations, favored nation situation. But I think, um, the main reason is because he talks forever. Yeah. He's so a windbag. It's our, good. Uh, it's a good stuff. It's yeah. good stuff, but the guy talks a lot. So we, our you know, 40 minute conversation turned into an hour and a half easy. So we had to split it up so that we're not just sitting here for three hours. Well, it was a little bit over an hour and a half. So, yeah. You know, even though you can yap with Gabrus forever, we we decided to split it up just in case some of the things we talk about with Gabrus in the first half of this, um, you guys have thoughts on, comments, concerns, questions, um, any of that stuff. Then, you know, you can ask us um, and, and Stanger and I can, and can jump on those and maybe help answer a couple of those questions as we get into the second half of it. If you have questions for Gabrus, ask those too because we can text him or call him. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we have a straight stuff. line to we got a direct to, line. to the windbag. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So uh, that's what it is. That's what this episode is. Um. I'm I'm hoping everybody voted yesterday since it's a. Uh, it is now November fourth. On the books. Some people are going to be feeling really good today, and some people are going to be... Some people, yeah, it's going to be uh, a very strange morning. I mean, you know, this comes out basically at midnight of um, of Tuesday night going into uh, midnight L.A. time, Tuesday night into um, Wednesday morning. So, you know, there's still supposedly... I mean, we won't know. It's not a fish. We'll we'll have an idea. We have an idea, but it's not official at this point Mm -hmm. Um, when this drops. Now, by the time you're listening to it, I don't know why you're waiting so long, but maybe we'll have a better idea. Or if, you know, you don't listen to this until Friday, which I don't understand. But, hey, you're still listening. Great. Maybe nobody will hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a chance. There's a chance that nobody will hear it. I mean, you know, (laughs) you know, maybe maybe this is an episode nobody will hear because, like, you know, everybody's boarding up their footlockers. Yeah, what I'm saying. World ended, so there's a chance that you're boarding up your podcast as well, not listening Um, to us. So, so longevity, uh, overall wellness, um, health span versus lifespan. Have you given the subject any more thought since our talk, Eugene? Is there anything you wanted to talk about that you missed? 
Um, I mean, you know, uh, well, wh- why don't we get into the episode and then we can jump into a little bit of that at the end, just at the so end. That, okay. Uh, so we people want to hear Gabrus. We don't over over um, talk like we are now. Anyways, um, here is us, the dumbbells with John Gabrus. I, I've never really been a hot drink guy. Oh, I don't uh, like hot beverages, period. Like you hot alcohol I mean? beverages or just like hot any coffee? Oh, wow. I don't drink. I, I Even when I lived in New York, I never drank. I only drank iced coffee. I was huh. a cold. Ever, in Brooklyn, iced coffee, be, cold chocolate. <laughs> I'll have a cold glass of chocolate, chocolate milk, if you will. <laughs> if you will. A cold glass of hot chocolate, please. <laughs> and one cold tea, please. There's a Ice, place, there's a like. place in uh, New York, Serendipity. You know Serendipity. I love the movie. Uh, yeah, I oh, love the movie. I mean, Cusack, how can you go wrong? Can't, you can't. Well, you can't, bro. You can't. You can't go wrong bro. with any of the Cusack fans. We're fucking. Oh, dude. Speaking of Adam's family values, Joan Cusack comes. Does she crush it? In that she crushes that movie. She crushes everything she does. She's just she's like very good. She's the best mom in any mom thing. How is she underrated somehow? Even though she works a fucking ton, right? Yeah, she's not in enough. Is she the better Cusack? I think I, she's the better Cusack. I think so. I I could make a case. I like this discussion. I I, I would say yes. In my opinion, yes. I think you'd be able to pull more content that you're like, here she crushes it, than you could with John Cusack. You could basically, John Cusack. Well, John Cusack, all his hits were like when he was like fucking 19. And he made a a bunch of movies I like when he was young, but, and he continued to work and be a successful adult actor. Yeah. But I didn't like him as much as a grown up. As an adult, I think, I think Gross Point Blank was his best movie. And that. And that was, like, right on the cusp of him being a child and a man, right? Yeah. I still liked High Fidelity. Yeah. Uh, even though it's but kind of But is he a like, child in that? I mean, I guess no. he's man. He's manny. He's a man in that. He's a man in Gross Point Blank, more or less, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 What What about that one, the Beach Boys one that he's in? Is he any good in that? <laughs> I have not watched that. But somehow. The, what is the Beach Boys one? He, he plays, plays Brian like ten- Wilson. He plays someone like two people play Brian Wilson, right? It's like yeah. him and uh, the kid from Jesse uh, Eisenberg, right, or something. No, or? it's the other one who's like Paul Dano. Uh, Paul Dano, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. The other one who's like that. The other one who's younger than me and talented. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's why I saw, I'm so, instantly sound like a dude playing fucking dominoes on your stoop when you start trying to talk about it with me. I'm like. Who's the little fucking kid? He's cute. He's funny. He's in all those movies. It's like I'm the other instantly one like, like that. <laughs> yeah, no, the other one, the like tall that. one with the hair. And the other one's like his oh, friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A Killian, a Killian something. Killian. No, yes. no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, Alexandria yeah. Ocasio Cortez. That's right. <laughs> that was the one I was thinking of. Squad. Hashtag squad. That's what it is. That's what it is. Hashtag squad. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. I knew it. Uh, oh, but we're not we're not talking about these young bucks. Why not? So so Ooh. what inspired this whole thing was Gabrus and I were talking about some of these these uh, kind of leading men that have managed to defy uh, biology and nature, and so, so we're looking at these guys like the Brad Pitts, like the Tom Cruises, the or Robert like the Downey Nicole Juniors. Yeah, Bob Downey Jr., Nicole Kidman, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Are Jennifer we, Aniston, they're yeah. all like in their 60s, <laughs> and they look better than me somehow. And yeah. so we're trying to, like, what's the secret? And then that kind of 
like bled into a bigger discussion about what's happening right now in health and fitness with longevity. Yeah. You know, it used to just be about like, hey, how can you get as ripped as possible uh, at the right at the age where you can kind of do that shit? And then it became like, how can you stay ripped and how can you stay kind of youthful and active? And what hacks are there to do to, to getting there and doing that? Are we taking out like um, Botox and, and that kind of stuff? Because it, a lot of that work is like cosmetic Leave it on the table. Or I think, we, I think we leave it on the table. We leave because, that on the table. Okay. Because there's still a lot going on with these people that is more than just like uh, yeah, Transformers. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah, than yeah. me. more than me. the eye, for yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> Waspinator <laughs> terrorize. <laughs> Beast Wars. That was a good one. What about GoBots? Uh, Do you, I talk GoBots a bunch, but I don't know a single catchphrase or anything. From GoBots, I know GoBots like that. They are the like asylum movie version of Transformers. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, but I think yeah, I think we got to have all that stuff on the table. And I was gonna say like, there's a weird part in your life where you downshift from like, well, I guess I'm not gonna like uh, bench 405. I guess I'm not gonna have a six pack. Maybe now I should start just aiming to be around to do as much cool shit as possible. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. kind of where I've been in the last year is just like, oh, okay, well, I clearly just need to drop a few pounds so that, like, hitting the stairs or walking eight miles on vacation is not a big deal. So, like, I started doing these things that were just about, like, thinking about the future. And that's got me, like, really thinking about... And Stanger, of course, is, is good with this stuff, too. So he's got me thinking about, like, keeping your mental health together. Uh, uh, mental health, mental uh, acuity. You're yeah. getting your... Uh, your brain. Yeah, your brain, get brain health, getting your... Light, like your body prepared in ways that isn't exclusively just like building muscle and losing fat. Yeah, yeah. So like more just life longevity stuff. Yeah. Strictly and that's just longevity, been on, yeah. That's been on my mind a lot. I mean, I'm still like aesthetic based and want to be strong and shit, but like that's just something that I've been thinking about. And Stangers and you guys are informed enough that I like to come on and just be like, this is kind of where my brain is at these days. And... I see a lot of people and like no one in my family like really lives past like, you know, there's, no, there's not a lot of 70 year olds in the Gabrus family lineage. But seeing these people who are 70 or like even fucking Rickles, who's like he was very old before he died, but he was like 80 something and moving around and talking and busting balls. It's like, sure. I just want that now. And like, you that's definitely all I want. You hit a certain age and you start paying attention to the 80-year-old with a twinkle in their eye and you're like, oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. I also will do like, What's stuff- up with Mel Brooks? Like, what do I got to do? I'll fucking yeah. write Spaceballs 4. Let me know. Because Mel Brooks seems to be 101. His, all his like closest friends are deceased and he's like still fucking going Sharp strong. as a tack. Yeah. I'll also be like, if like you hear about somebody who died and they're 78 and I'll be like, ah, oh, young, man. <laughs> young guy is 78. Yeah, sure. That sucks. Whereas before I'd be like, ah, good life. You know, you made yeah. it to roughly 80. It's a good life. Now I'm like, oh. Oh, man, that's awful. Well, there so, comes a time when you hear an age and you can say, like, kind of quickly, oh, that's only 30 years older than yeah, me. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen a lot when you're in your 20s. Like, someone's 50 that dies when you're in your 20s, you're like, oh, shit. But when you're 40 and someone's that 70 dies, you're like, uh-oh. that's yeah. soon. Yeah, that's yeah, only yeah. 30 years. That's, you know, that's like a shorter length than my life so far on, if, I, if I die at the same time as this guy. So it's hard not to get that shit in your head. And I don't even have kids, so I'd imagine people with kids, like that shit locks in even harder if I could speak to dads over here. 
Does that shit lock in even harder about like I want to be around for as long as possible, see what this kid get, ends up? You know, doing. yeah. A lot, I mean, a lot of that is that a lot of it too is because um, you know, being a dad that's a little bit older, you don't want to be the dad that's like. You know, he wants to throw a ball around and you're like, ah, here we go. You know, oh, my back or whatever. You want to be able to like be, you know, if anything, more competitive than the dads that are younger than you that are out of shape. Right. You know or I mean? like you don't want to be like, yeah, just go camping with your uh, friend's dad because I can't do the whole hike and I'm t- like right. my knees hurt too much yes. and shit. Like that's the fear. That I is the that fear. You, yeah. The fear of looking like a weak dad is scary. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's 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 up there for me too. Maybe more than wanting to be around. I'm sure it's going to shift to wanting to be around. You know, right? Well, I mean, maybe this is the sliding scale we're talking about, where you just want to be ripped. Then eventually, you're like, I just want to lose this gut. Then eventually, you're like, okay, well, now I I'm enjoying playing pickup basketball. What can help me with pickup? And then eventually, you're like, I want to stay alive longer because I, I just want to shoot hoops into my for, into my late 40s then you're in your late 40s and you're like I just want to see my son graduate college you know what I mean like and then right, when your right. son graduates college you're like I just hope to see you know global warming take us all or whatever your, your <laughs> final goal is <laughs> to be standing in fucking Nebraska as the water rises up <laughs> around your neck <laughs> but you want to be there for as long of any of it as possible I, I think yeah. I think and that's... I think also our careers if we can be even more sort of like naked ambitious like it is a job you can do when you're 70 if you're able to still move and your brain is still with it like and there's something about like fuck if i can hit a guest star when i'm 70 years old that doesn't sound like a fucking bad life or like sam jackson is is like close he's he's i think he's 69 or 70 right now right and i hope he's 69 yeah um (laughs) That nice. but, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, you only get <laughs> I one hope year. he's 69. He just lives there forever. Man, <laughs> Sam Jackson's got to be 69 forever, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick, man. Well, and that's and that kind of circles us back to these guys that are fucking 60 that are, you know, and guys and gals that are defined. And I really think that it's, I think it's a combination of um, improved cosmetic surgery. Sure. And and other you know other cosmetic non surgical procedures as far as, as, as I, aesthetics we're talking as about far the as outsides we're, we're not talking out, about the insides right now outsides also what they're able to do uh, and so I'll 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 then I'll fold insides into that too and then I think it's improved uh, information about nutrition and exercise mm-hmm. like how to you know how to keep doing that stuff how to be the most effective with it. And then, um, and then it's like you know supplementation, like these kind of what they're doing long term with supplements. And supplements is like a dicey territory because you know so much of it can do could conceivably do nothing. Right. Whereas but for, pe- for people with like money is not a barrier, or arguably even like shit is just coming in for free. Yeah. You could be like, well, I don't know if this cholera shit is, wor- I, you know, I don't know if this fucking spirulina pill works, but yeah. fucking, I'm getting the case, uh, cases for free. I, I think just like popping them, yeah. right? Money and consistency. You know, I mean, if if you're supplementing DHA and EPA omegas once or twice a year, you know, for like six week stretches, and then you're falling off of it. Versus if you have the, you know, the income and the resources and the wherewithal to start on that stuff and then just stick with it for years upon years upon years, I think it compounds. I think that's where you get the, the you know, the most benefit from it. But then it's just this kind of shell game of figuring out what's the right, what's, what's going to 
you know, maintain is something that like is, you know, universally praised as like a good supplement because it'll be like, you'll hear like, oh, turmeric, you got to be doing turmeric. If you're not on turmeric, you're a fucking fool. You're laughed out. You're laughed out of medical institutions if you're not on turmeric. Your kids don't get invited to parties if they're not yeah. doing it. Your dog won't lick your face. And then they're like, oh, all that turmeric you've been taking is not bioavailable. It doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Your fingernails are orange. I live your life. You know, <laughs> it is yeah. like those. But there's also that thing, too, like that shit could be 20 years of taking turmeric to no avail. Or for someone, it could be 20 years of taking turmeric adds one day to your life. And that's you know, <laughs> yeah. 20 years of taking all these other supplements eventually adds up. And I guess supplements maybe could roll under nutrition even more, too, because I yeah, feel like, yeah, yes. it's more about like. Well, I think I think also, I, I don't know. Well, it's what you're eating, too. I mean, you could eat garbage and then take bad sup and take good supplements and i don't right. think i think nutrition is more the most important i yeah, think probably yeah. diet is number one you think diet i think diet might be number one because we know it's number one for aesthetics you know like active fat loss the number one thing is diet yeah uh abs are made in the kitchen blah 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 yeah and then i think i also would fold longevity in there too I think what I think so too, especially as we learn more and more about gut health and inflammation and all the ties yeah. in between that. And it's like uh, also like if you're just eating stuff that isn't as toxic is like hyperbole, I know. But like just eating less toxic foods uh, on a regular basis, like it's got to help in the long run, obviously. Like, what? Our, you know, dads like dads were fucking smoking parliament lights and eating hot dogs like five days a week for a long time. You right. Know? right. Like that. We're already doing way better than that. It's like, what's the next step of that? And something that comes to mind is something I hear from a lot of people is like quitting drinking or minimizing drinking or going to just moderation and red wine or something like that. Eugene, you've Which been is, a little quiet. You've been a little quiet. What do you think about exercise being number one in regards to? I don't think. Or, exercise, I mean, sorry, I think I'm nutrition, sorry. Yeah, nutrition. I think, oh, I think so you're with us on that. I'm, of course, I think I'm on board. For, I'm just thinking of like to what degree you know. Um, it seems like overall health is always people who drink less, smoke less, do do less of the vices, and and that even includes like you know, all of this um, you know, low carb high protein stuff they're not not even going too far into that regard either because like you know the high fat is going to affect you more when you're in your 70s and 80s that's the shit that that uh the whole uh you know the brain trust the scientists just keep yeah. getting off at different exits on the highway we're going to well, eventually figure out what that is exactly but it feels I, like i don't know if they will you know the problem is with any kind of food study they're always observational you never right. get you never, so it's always, we t we've talked about it on the show, you got to take that with a grain of salt. I mean, because it's, it's, there's the healthy model, the healthy body bias and all that kind of shit that, that fucks these tests up and then how closely people are adhering to the parameters and what, yada, yada, yada. And, right. And it's hard to like also track nutrition for longevity because then you're looking at like, we're trying to figure out 50 year case sure. studies. Right. Yeah. Rather than like eight weeks of adding bananas to your breakfast and see what happens with their output on the exercise bike. Like that's a little easier to do right. for those nutrition tests. But to be like, th that's why you got to do like these, like an you read all these like anecdotal anthropological yeah. things where it's like in Greece, they live to be a hundred because they drink olive oil every morning and, right. and you know, and walk everywhere. And they do a lot of rodent models too, you know? And so, you know, you can get some kind of excited, you can get some exciting stuff, but the 
you know, the problem is that like so much of the fasting stuff, they'll they'll pull from these like rodent models, but it's not, you know, like if a rat doesn't eat for three days, it loses 60% of its body weight, you know? Yeah. So it's not a one for one. It's tough to overlay that on a human. Yeah. And then, so, you know, something Gabriel C said earlier made me start thinking about um, health span versus lifespan. So for a while, it was just this like crazy uh, arms race for lifespan. Like what's going to make you live the longest? Okay. Yeah. So that, that, that started like inspiring all these people to do this real intense calorie restriction, CR. Beyond just fasting, straight up, eat the least amount of food possible. Yeah, like and, 800 calories a day, yes. 600 calorie a day type shit. Yeah. Right. And so, and then they like would go and they could, would technically live longer, but their quality of life wasn't as good. They couldn't do, you know, it wasn't like they were fucking charging through the forest and fucking kicking ass and having a blast. It was like, yeah. they were like a fucking, you know, Toyota Tercel just like barely barely hanging on for life, you know, just putting around town. I, I so don't want to be token fat guy here either, but... That's not a way to live to me. It's like, give me two more years, but I got to eat fucking like canelli yeah. beans for three meals a day. It's like, just even fucking take me behind the barn and right. even fucking eight, nuke me. 600 or 800 calories a day would drive me insane. Right. Or even say if it's something like statistically really impressive, like nine years or something, but the you know, your quality of life is so low. And also, you, that's why I say health span. Your health is not necessarily better. It's not like your robust in doing that you know right, you're, yeah. you're right. diminished because you're you're calorie restricted so then that's where you start getting in with like the playing around with the fasting to you know to promote that healthy autophagy like the the good cellular die-off yeah. and like there's these guys Walter Longo does a lot of really interesting research on it out of USC to where he talks about the you know the body's natural state and most healthy state is without food and then food is like a foreign substance that it then has to like uh, has to handle, process, and eliminate, and it's necessary, but it's like the body actually does the best without food. So it's like kind of, you know, threading that needle to where you're giving yourself enough food, but then also enough time without that food to yeah. to reap those kind of healthy benefits. And what is that? And again, I mean, this stuff is all kind of like in theory on rodent models, on these kind of flawed research models yeah. to where they're you know, they're pulling people. They've done like, he's, he kind of pioneered this fasting mimicking diet to where you're able to still kind of eat, but you get the, um, the positive benefits of fasting. And I know that they've had good luck with, uh, MS people with multiple, multiple sclerosis. Those patients have done pretty well and had like a reduction in symptoms when they're doing this. And I think specifically cause it speaks to inflammation and right. then also maybe some kind of like immune, immune system reset that happens with, you know, good amount of autophagy happening. Right. So that's, you know, you start getting into like the cellular health, like the mitochondrial health and, you know, and what is what, the, what is the fasting? What does the fasting look like for that? Is that like a, is that like a weekly fast? Is IF is it, hit or it, is that yeah, like you got to take a 24-hour day yeah. every month it's, or something? It's, it's the amount of food for – so it would be like as opposed to a 10-day fast with no food, it's, it's severely restricted calories for a set amount of time and then you go back to normal calories. And then they, they do the meals for – like they come up with the meals for you. So some kind of like nutritional baseline that you're hitting – um, and then they, you I know, see. So they, it would be something along the lines of like a 600, 800 calorie days for like three or four days. And then, 
Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know what the spe- sure. specific duration of time is. Yeah, or or the the calorie breakdown and how they time the calories. I just know that it was this this system that he ultimately kind of came up with that they call a fasting mimicking diet. It may be a way for him to sell a product too. But right. See, I think I think he's I think kind of the key a research that- guy. That, that that's always the shit that's and it's it, like and then it is, when yeah. you're fasting suck on these candies to right. keep your hunger craving and sure. it's like fuck dude i see yeah. where you're going now and and you that's and fucking that, tricksters there's so much of that i mean on every aspect of everything nutrition or unhealthy wise like it's just it's just selling everything everything's getting sold to us yeah uh, it's crazy i mean literally every everything has marketing money behind it it's terrifying uh jumping back to something you guys were saying is health span versus lifespan the way I've been phrasing it, which I think is maybe health span, but it's more specific to my personal goals, is like to be able to do as much shit as possible for as long as possible. Like I know at some point it's going to be like, I can't fucking hike this four mile. I, I know at some point I'm not going to be able to do Machu Picchu, but I want to maybe be able to do Machu Picchu when I'm 54. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I just like, goal. I understand at 70, like that's like, but at 70, I want to be able to be like, I can fly, I can go to a hotel, I can walk around Paris and have coffee at 70. Like, I want, I want to be able to, you know, I, I'm not asking for, I never want to give up triathlons, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I want to be at 50, able to go fucking bo- uh, body surf. 50, I'm kind of com- confident in. Uh, but, like, when I'm 60, I want to be able to, like, fucking play in the ocean. When I'm 70, I want to be able to, like... Suck you know, your own carry, dick. Yeah, yeah suck yeah, my own yeah. dick or suck someone else's dick without <laughs> yeah. getting too... By 70, sure, yeah. By 70, I definitely have that... I can't imagine <laughs> not sucking a dick by the time <laughs> I turn 70. I feel like, I honestly, cut to 15 years from now, they're like, uh, people who suck dick live 15 years longer than everyone yeah. else. Like, all right, well, cut to the fucking uh, Gold's Gyms. Like, all right, guys, <laughs> tell no one, all right, brawl? <laughs> yeah, right, like Gold's Gym's still going to be around then. Yeah, 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 right. And like, no, like there aren't gay guys at Gold's Gym. <laughs> hey, it's Stang and me. I'm Eugene. I mean, you guys know this by now. Anyways, um, you know, we just want to talk to you guys a little bit about a wellness brand that we have been yapping about because we love it care of. You know, they're a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with customized vitamin plans that help you feel your best today and supports you long term. Yeah, we're going to get you your vitamins and we're going to do it through care of. Yeah. And they this is uh this is how they this is how they work, guys. They so their products are all formulated with good for you clean ingredients. They're backed by science. High quality, baby. High quality. Right. They're transparent about their research and sourcing each of their products so you know what's up. They'll tell mm-hmm. you. Yep. And your recommendations, and here's what I love, come in daily individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into your routine, for throwing in your bag, Boom. for putting in the car, whatever it is. You yeah. don't have to, you know, like labor over opening all these bottles and emptying stuff into baggies or like a pillbox. Carob is like, look, these are the vitamins you should be taking. Uh-huh. We're going to individually wrap them in your daily packages. You pop them in your mouth, you're done, and it's it's simple. It's, a, it's amazing. And and I don't know if you guys set your clocks back because that's what you were supposed to do a few days ago. But oh, you know, why don't you just fall back into a healthy routine right now? You know, yeah. take this five minute quiz, get on some good vitamins. If you want to try something new or there are certain things within the recommendations that you feel like you should or shouldn't try, 
great. Go ahead. You can switch it up every month. You can yeah, add I mean, things every month. Yeah, you take the recommendations or you don't. It 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 gets you started. And I, you know, we've Eugene and I have played around with the quiz. We've taken it. It's easy. It's also kind of it's simple. Doesn't take long. It also it kind of helps you uh, give yourself a blueprint of what your goals really are. The quiz is actually beneficial for a lot of things outside outside of yeah. just like what vitamins you should be taking. But it's also like okay, these are the goals. These are what you should be taking. And this is my kind of my basic makeup, you know, structure, body, height, weight, all right. that kind of stuff. I and love so you, you know what's up. Yeah. And I just love it because of the daily packs. I don't have to go through the rigmarole of opening so many canisters. And also I know what I'm taking every day and I just pop it in. It's a no brainer. And we want to make that a no brainer for you. So um, check this out. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter the code dumbbells50. Yep, that's for 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code dumbbells50. That, that means 50% off. That's a yeah. lot. That's, that's a, a major. That's half. We're that's talking about half. Major savings. Half. Major savings. You have no excuse. No excuse. You have absolutely no excuse. They got protein powder. They got vitamins. What they got are it you all. doing? And they and they have basically like a one-on-one consultation nutritionist. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you get fifty percent off because you're friends with us. You know, so fifty percent off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code dumbbells fifty. Thank you guys. So, you know, interesting talking about, you know, those those good goals, um, you not even they're not even modest. They're good goals. But that's that kind of brings in like, OK, so exercise is important, but the right kind of exercise because you don't want to beat yourself up too much. I mean, you can be that fucking no days off hardcore motherfucker and kind of ruin yourself to where you can't you know, you're hobbled and you can't walk around gay Perry, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. You can't fucking climb to the top of the Eiffel Tower because you uh you never missed leg day and you're fucking grinding too hard. But I don't know so if it's I don't know. I, I I feel like there is a certain age and a certain time when you start reevaluating where if it's not part of your full on like um if it's not part of your business, you're not you're not gonna be as it's insane about business. It. Yeah. You know None what I mean? Like if, if, if your business is None of your business. <laughs> if I want to take <laughs> Who is that? Not. It's none of your Wait, business. Who is that? If she want to be one a freaking selling yeah. on the weekend. <laughs> it's none of your business. <laughs> oh man. Wait, who is that? Is that is that Queen yeah. Latif? If I had to guess, it's either salt and pepper or TLC, and that's is that I don't know if that's racially profiling or what. I don't I'm think doing it is. There, I think it's just the era. It might be a it might be a one hit wonder. No, Could I be. think I think if it's I want to take a guy. It's none of your business. Yeah. If she I, salt and pepper. Get with me. It is salt and pepper. All right. Huh. Salt and pepper. Maybe it's Spinderella that's like singing some of that. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's really just she's like, this is my jam. Let me sing. I shine on this one, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get from the very S and P. Yeah. From the very necessary album released in '93. Uh, Stanger, you were saying the right kind of exercise, right? It's <laughs> yeah, like you, you yeah, don't want to. Yeah. You might not need to 
uh, be doing one RMs in a competitive state in your late 40s, early 50s. Like, we see these guys, like the fucking West Side Barbell guys and shit, and they're all twisted up and shit like that. Well, that's where that mind, you know, tr- training your mind and, and having a healthy ego and all that kind of shit and being able to, you know, spiritually evolve and your approach to exercise, you know, because that stuff is you can do and you can you can set new goals and different goals and different ways to push yourself. But I think it's, you know, it speaks to if we are talking about longevity, because, you know, everybody's got their own journey that they have to go on. And maybe it is fucking chasing, an, you know, but are you still, the one rep I mean, max are forever. people but, still pushing for a one rep? Do you? Do you think somebody's pushing for a one rep max at like forty-eight years old or forty-five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chasing it hardcore, and this is just yeah. like casual lifters. Casual, but also like some of those guys that compete in those, like uh, you know, uh, I don't know, powerlifting or powerlifting things. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's those part guys of their come business, into their own a little older. But that's part right. of their that's part of their business. I'm talking about like I don't know how much money so a lot of those guys are but making. Though, it's, you know? it's part of their you know it's like if you're still fighting, you know, even if you're not making money, but you're still doing. I mean, if we're talking know. longevity and you're in your 40s and you're still fighting, like it's worth becoming a coach. <laughs> like if we're talking longevity, like yeah. if you're if you're if you're 51. And hey. you're and you're grinding out or failing at one rep squats and shit. That might not be the best idea. Hey, what about if you know instead of the in coach, my in my I mind and I haven't time. I haven't been there and I'm ass- sorry and I'm assuming a 51 year old now could probably smoke me in whatever exercise I'm talking about and there's plenty of them that would whoop my ass. But sure, same. There's so there's so hey, much stuff that goes it? into longevity. What about in Creed three? You know, instead of Donnie fighting, you know, Rocky gets back in the ring. Nice. And then Donnie trains me. How know? old is he in that? Hey, no matter. Hey, hey, you're doing a lot of good stuff with holograms. Yeah, you know, I don't even have to go to the set. I hey, what the about right, right in the next Creed? Creed trains me for yeah, part three. Yeah. You know? yeah. What if I have a baby and I play the baby? <laughs> You shrink my little head down on an eight-year-old, and he boxes with kids, you know? Hey, yo, goo goo gaga, you're mentally hey. regular. Uh, right. uh, I, I was just going to say, so for from a longevity standpoint, I think it's cross-training, like making sure you're varying your training style, you know, and that you're not overtraining, um, but that you're still at the same time pushing yourself to a limit. You know, yeah, and yeah. however that's going to look, what whatever that's going to look like, because that's another thing too is like you could just be too careful or too precious with yourself, and then you you know you lose you lose that kind of metabolic um, state that you need to get into to really you know promote healthy growth hormone, promote testosterone, and promote I feel like you can also you can also lose the drive that way too when you're just kind of like oh, I'm just doing it to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you like with no real goals of just like, you know, just to maintain all the time. For me, I, w- I would get bored and stop doing it so much. What's yeah, that, that's why oh. I'm always been and even more so as I get older, I'm like experience based. I'm like, I want to just be like and right before quarantine hit, I was doing very, uh, very good, doing very well. I was doing very well with you were like, doing good. Well. I was doing good, good well hunting, and yeah. uh, we found a good well, and we're able to get fresh drinking water Yay. to those residents of West Hollywood. Oh my God! Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, and weird. The West Hollywood residents are all Boston janitors. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's every reference in one fucking dumb sentence. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. Um, 
But uh, right before the quarantine hit, I felt like I was doing that. I was like getting like three days of lifting in, but I was I was getting my heavy fives, but not like five RMs, just like three by fives doing okay. Getting a couple of days of running or biking, uh, exercise bike, a lot of sauna, a couple of days of martial arts. One or two, I would like try to dive into a yoga class or do, I was like purposely seeking out fitness stuff I hadn't done before. I was doing Pilates with Tiff like one day a week, just doing like all different weird shit. And I, I was like, for the first time, I'm like, oh, I don't even care how much I can overhead press right now. I'm just feeling good. And I think I've worked out for like 15 straight days because they're all various levels of intensity. And it's like, oh, I did a beginner's Pilates class. I did something. I moved, but I can squat or deadlift the next day. Yeah. And that was, I felt really good about that. And now I kind of was carried some of that into the quarantine. I've been fucking up a little bit. Uh, my home situation is a small apartment with no out, private outdoor space. Right. So it's not ideal for home exercise. Uh, and we both work from home in this in said apartment. So that's, I've been like trying to, and on the last couple of weeks, I've been rebuilding back to like, okay, this is something you can do that counts as like an exercise day. This is a different thing that you like to do that counts. And so I've been like trying to roll in all these things and I'm going to back on that longevity grind, but now without access to uh, squat racks and saunas, the two things I like most about exercise. What's, what's been a, um, you're doing good though. You're doing good. I mean, you're, yeah. you're keeping up. Food is, I, I'm doing... I may have like lost, fell off hard, not fell off hard. I was just doing so well ex- exercise-wise before, but I'm doing better food-wise in quarantine than I was before. So I've actually ended, and I don't know, some of it's got to be muscle. I've definitely lost some weight. I've lost like 25 pounds in quarantine, but... That's good wow. for you, yeah. That's good for me, but I can't imagine it's like, it's 13 pounds of muscle and 12 pounds of fat. Like I, I wasn't carrying around that much like mass. I wasn't like... yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's been what's been some kind of uh, trend or fad or something uh, in this kind of realm that you, that has gotten you guys excited? Uh, like as far know, as what? Like in like the kind of longevity? longevity stuff. Yeah, any kind of breakthrough or anything that where you've been like, ooh, that's kind of compelling to me. Uh, nothing new, new. I don't think that has you know has hit. Hit for me in a, in a different way. Um, I mean, you know, there's things that I've realized, especially now, that I'm like, ooh, sleep really does affect me hard. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna because uh, we haven't talked about sleep yet, uh, and then I we should have put that up there as one of the probably up after there with nutrition, nutrition maybe yeah. after after nutrition before yeah. exercise, even. Yeah, I, I would for say, sure. I would think so. Because to get anything out of my day, I, I mean, I even feel like I don't know, I. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll have my, I, I know that like my Apple Watch or whatever doesn't completely um, keep up or, or, or me- measures anything for sure, you know. But I will say that my days of working out prior to the new baby and afterwards, same amount of time that like the getting my heart rate up and stuff is just harder. Yeah. Like I'm just exhausted. So like, you know, um, I, I have to work harder to get into that zone, you know, for, and and then it ends up being a shorter period of time of me in that zone or burning those calories, even just like based on my heart rate, you know? So it's What's, crazy. I'm, I have to take a leak, okay, but bye. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Gabriel something. Gabriel's, Describe your sleep hygiene, like what makes for a perfect night's sleep for you. Do you sleep uh, well? 
I Gabriel's, sleep. Uh, I sleep very well. Yeah. Have you always slept? Ha- have you always slept well? I've always been very good at sleeping. I'm very good at staying awake and sleeping. Like, I I rarely fall asleep on the couch watching a movie or anything like that. I'm rarely that tired. Yeah. Because I do frequently sleep through the night. Like, uh, I ra- I rarely. I'll wake up if I wake up to pee. Even I'll go. I'll, I'll pee for forty seconds or whatever because I drank a big water. Yeah. Or whatever, and then I'll go. I'll fall right back asleep. My sleep is very good, and that's something I. Two, two my two healthiest ha- habits or hobby. I guess not hobbies. No, habits. habits. Yeah. That <laughs> these are that keep me. I think that I just accidentally have been doing for twenty years is that I sleep very well and I drink a ton of water and I don't really drink any calorie beverages except for a little bit of creamer in my uh, coffee. Right. Like a, just a d- dash of keto fucking butter shit in my coffee. Still. Bar- You're still yeah. doing that now. Yeah. I mean, I, I rarely drink any fluids besides water, uh, green tea, sparkling water, or um, fucking uh, coffee. Uh-huh. And, it, and, it's, and like, yeah, that's like, I think those are just two things I accidentally have been doing forever. Cause like I came up, I came up in like the nineties, which was like gallon water jug culture at the gym. Oh yeah. So yeah. like, it was like, you gotta be drinking two gallons of water a day, depending on your size. So I've just stuck with that. And now I feel weird if I don't have like, you'll see, everyone knows this. I have like a giant fucking Yeti with me at like all times is filled. This has got cucumber water in it. I treat myself. There in you quarantine. go. Cute. Yeah. Cute. It gets me to get it down. Cuke. Cute, cute, cute boy. That's very cute, baby. Um, What if I went to pee now and just left (laughs) you alone? (laughs) And you're like, I have a family and I'm sitting in a garage by myself, (laughs) and the two guys on the podcast aren't even here. (laughs) Start to really analyze what you're doing with your time at that point. Who would have? Who would have thunk? But I, I will say, I, I'm a big water guy, and I'm usually a great sleeper. I mean, right now it's like you know, outside circumstances for sleep. But do you set? A time to, or do you just stay up and then you're like, oh, time for bed, and you you can just turn off like a bear. I can pretty much just turn off if I'm not watching something I want to keep watching. I uh, like I can, uh, like I usually go to sleep, go to bed around the same time as Tiffany because she she has to work in the morning, and I'll just be like eleven thirty or midnight, and I wake up at eight a.m. And uh, one thing I my sleep uh, to go into my sleep hygiene, I uh, dark cold uh dark cool room as cold as i can get it uh, i sleep yeah. in just my uh briefs i would sleep nude but i'm still terrified of a midnight shart that's my <laughs> biggest fear it's like the only reason i don't sleep naked is i'm afraid one day i'm gonna like push a fart and i'm gonna have to like clean my sheets rather than just throw my underwear out <laughs> yeah and your sheets are way more expensive than your underwear i take it yes and like my underwear i could throw out with my wife never having to hear like you shit in your sleep like i just don't have to worry about it a lot less questions <laughs> yeah just a lot less questions i just go toss my underwear or, you know if i fucking piss or jizz whatever i whatever happens at night whatever's falling out of me <laughs> whatever dna i'm spilling into a pair of mac weldon's uh promo <laughs> code mighty uh, <laughs> 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 but i uh I take some THC and CBD, and uh, lately I've been fucking with CBN, which is apparently like another en- endo uh, cannabinoid that helps with sleep in a, in a non psychoactive way. Uh, so I'll, I'll do. Uh, but wait some a minute, tinctures. if your if, if your sleep is already good, why why fuck with anything else to make it even? Is it just like at this point, it's just like I have been doing for a while, doing oh, it, it for a while, and okay. it just works for me. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not that like heavy of a dose for me because my tolerance is like disgusting at this point. So right. it's not. And then uh, I got rid of uh, I got an alarm clock and I got my phone off my nightstand, which has been good for me. And now 
if I do want to like look at something in bed before I fall asleep, it's no longer Twitter that which can keep me up or give me some pre-bed anxiety. I bring a Nintendo Switch in there, and it's like you either play a mindless video game for ten minutes or you just lay here and fall asleep. And it's been, I got, and I got one of those. Uh, I think I sent this picture to Stanger. I got one of those sun uh, alarm clocks that slowly. Oh, that's slowly. Uh, gets oh, cool. And since yeah. Tiff sleeps with an eye mask on, that works wonders for me. So I haven't even I, I haven't heard a noise yet because it like starts getting brighter at seven thirty in the morning, and then at eight, if I'm still not awake, it plays like ocean sounds or whatever. But I've gotten up before eight easily every time. Wow, which has been great! And God reminder, damn. I have nothing to get up for. Like, that's the other thing is like, I just, oh, I can show you this. I had to, for sake of longevity and trying to get my shit together, I, I had to draw my own schedule. I made myself like a firm work schedule Ooh, for while Let's I'm see at it. home. Let me, yeah. Yeah, hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. This goddamn uh, alarm clock thing. It's like we don't even need the earth anymore. Goddamn alarm clock is the fucking sun. We got for the sun now, and the alarm know? clock. I I have been starting to. I've do got this. a plant. I got a plant next to my alarm clock that's been growing in twenty minute increments every morning. <laughs> Eventually, it's gonna f- uh, throw tomatoes, and then I don't, I can leave Earth completely. Oh shoot! You know, like uh, yeah, the Martian. Gabers is holding up his schedule. It's oh, just right. like a cram wake up thing with some backwards letter that says wake up fitness. Oh, it's backwards. It's backwards to you guys because it's the uh, Facebook camera. I, I mean, was making yeah, a joke. Uh, oh. I was like, making a joke that you were childish. Actually, it's not backwards. It's it works. Not, yeah. It's yeah. It's oh, wake okay, up, cool. fitness, work, work, high and mighty, Gino, uh, Gino, other people's podcasts, yeah, Action Boys, and then green is when I'm allowed to start smoking weed. <laughs> oh, that's great! <laughs> wow. So not, try not to on. I, I'm trying not to on Mondays and Tuesdays, and then Wednesday nights after Action Boys is when I usually smoke my first. Weed, my first jazz cigarette of the day, uh, of the you week. Know, so what, you're staying away from it for a couple of days a week just to what? Just to not have, because I, like, up until I did this a couple of weeks ago, I was probably, like, March 13th was, like, the day I went into quarantine officially, officially. Mm-hmm. I'm probably on, like, 180 straight days of consuming THC in some capacity. So I was like, oh, let me just take off a couple of days just to... And also, my tolerance has gone up a lot. Where I'm like, I let me try 50 milligrams of <laughs> edibles. Okay, yeah. I'm just a little stoned. And like, I used to be 10 would get me fucking loopy. And so I, uh, so I've just been trying to not do it seven days a week. Again, I feel great having just smoking weed and uh, consuming edibles instead of drinking. But it's still longevity wise, I'm like probably not ideal to do this seven days a week forever. Got it. <laughs> or an, like anything. You're not supposed to exercise seven days a week forever. It sounds like, according to some research, you shouldn't eat seven days a week forever. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds like there's enough research out there that you, maybe you're not supposed to do anything, anything every, every day. single yeah. day except for sleep and drink water. Yeah. And kiss a beautiful person on the lips. I kiss kiss <laughs> a beautiful person right on the mouth. <laughs> That's it. Right on their That's tongue. That's all we should be doing yeah, yeah, every yeah. fucking day. Just it, kiss their tongue. That, you know, you finding some content and feeling like, you know, if you have this kind of nebulous job where you're working from home and it's not what we would call fruitful labor. I can't remember who, which maybe it was one of the greats, but uh, in philosophy like or the something. Grape that was oh. The Grape Ape or Thriller Gorilla, one yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dope, dope, dope. <laughs> that said that, uh, you know, like to be truly happy, you need reciprocal love and fruitful labor. 
And so if you don't, you know, if you're doing this kind of where you're just making your own days, it's hard to know what fruitful labor is. So you have to actually draw a schedule up and then yeah. do it. And then that kind of, you know, because you're not going to have a piece of furniture that you carved at the end of the day. Right. right. Yeah. So That's it's how like, I think about you can't turn around and look and be like, ah, a living room. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a second I, floor of my house. I built it myself. Yeah, yeah. I tilled all that soil. So <laughs> you have to like just you have to make that for yourself and give yourself some gravity or a floor. Um, I wanted oh, to tell it was, people. Uh, it was Heathcliff that said the fruitful thing, by the way. I just looked it up. Oh, yeah. hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Shout out to Mungo. Um, <laughs> people, people, if you're interested in sleep, we've referenced it before. Um, there's this guy I really like, Dr. Matthew Walker, uh, W-A-L-K-E-R. I said it weird. It's Walker, oh. um, but I'll spell it just to cover my mispronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Walker, this- Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> He wrote this book called Why We Sleep, um, and it's the science of sleep and dreams. And, uh, uh, and it's he's a Stanford researcher and a neuroscientist, so it's all really grounded. And uh, he has some really interesting and kind of exciting stuff that he backs up with good research. And it's worth looking at. It'll really open your eyes. I mean, I'd been kind of I knew it was important, but it it took this guy breaking it down in a way as such that really got me thinking about it in a in a way that I made lasting changes. You for know myself. what I just realized though, Stanger, that I haven't talked to you about since the quarantine and stuff. As far as sleep is concerned, the um, the uh, uh, hypnotist the the. Right? Didn't the you? eating in the middle of the night hypnotist. Yeah, yeah, the hypnotist thing. Is that still going strong? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude, that cured me. Yeah. Still. Fucking Even still, with this yeah, weird shit that's going on in the last weird six months. Weird stuff going on. Fucked up schedule. Um, did you yeah, have to? Kn- you have to re-listen to anything, or did I haven't yet. Wow. I have it there though. If I need it, like but you I, haven't I had just, to. You hadn't. You haven't had no. to dip into no. the reserves. No, not at all. That's it's never. Impressive. It's like completely changed like it's just not even it's not even like i th- i think like oh but i'll Fuck, you know man, i, I might got- need to get hypnotized about some shits <laughs> yeah you got i want somebody else to do it because i'd love to talk about their this it's a wild experience with this lady this crazy old lady Shit, to spend it like 10 hours with her you know but that's so <laughs> impressive it's a, this is almost this has got to be close to a year right yeah yeah i mean Good if it goes you, if it goes right, it should, you know, it should be a permanent change. Yeah, right? yeah, it should be a re, like a rewiring. That's if it's if it's some kind of wiring misfire that's happening. Yeah, there may be something else going on, and then you need to sort that out. But I think I, with I, mine, I want it was her to hypnotize kind of, me so I can squat six fifty and fucking. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna say it's like I, get me down to a four six forty track. <laughs> let's go. Put me in for another ten hours, baby. I'm gonna get this down eventually. All right, let's clock him. Ten two. Okay. Ten one. Ten one. He's like, he's getting a little faster. Yeah. He's shaving time. This time he his pants didn't fall down at fucking seventy meters. Uh, so I we'd be so let's. Let's go around and let's dish. Let's on go what around. Round table. Wait, hold on. Just, just to jump back to something yo, yo, else you yo, asked yo, 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 yo. before yo, yo. we go, before we dish and round table or whatever <laughs> you were talking about. You asked Eugene something like some new thing you've been doing in, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. in, in into longevity. And for me, something that, and it's not new per se, but I've, I've like connected it finally where uh, I guess these are two different things, even though they're going to sound the same mental health and brain health. Like, I've been like, actively being like 
you need to read more. You need to like engage in different ways. You need to like, uh, you know, see new things, get fresh air, like all, all these like mental health and brain health things, I think, which are helping me feel better in general, but which allows me to get these fitness momentum and stuff like that. But I also think is the kind of shit I've been just anecdotally going off of like 70 year old people I've been around that. Are, seem to still have it going on like just anecdotally where I'm like they seem to be and like a lot of them and this is again this is anecdotal because this is who I hang out with but like a lot of them still smoke pot they still like but they are like guys who are like yeah I paddleboard five days a week even though I'm 60, 65 or like I play tennis three days a week they have like these lifestyles and I'm like that's what you like that's the aspirational thing at least I see from these or they're like I ran my book club for eight years after I retired. I feel like a lot of these people retire and like just are around other old people and stuff. And you can get like, right. That's the thing. It can get old and rust. You can get your brain can get a little rusty. And so I'm like all about that, like trying to gain new experiences, see new things, consume new content, like not like content, (laughs) trying to watch more HBO max shows. Finally going to live forever. (laughs) But there is, but I mean, that is one of those things where you notice you know what what keeps those you know the um today's today show smuckers you know 100 year old people going all the time and like you know for the most part it's somebody who's like oh i go on these walks every single morning ever since right. you know my husband passed away it's like i walk with him every day or whatever it is and then you know there's something something that's Keeping them active, there's always something that's keeping something them, to look forward to, too. Something to look forward to, and then something brain health wise of like reading the newspaper every day or, re- or reading part crosswords of a book. Crosswords or crosswords. I go yeah. sing. I sing. I sing with my group. I play cards. I play dominoes. Yes. I, yes. I, 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 Socialization. I, sh- I shoot the shit. I shoot the shit while I play pool at the uh, senior center or whatever. Yeah, like that kind yeah. of shit. Like some kind of skill. I mean, if you keep if you do agility for your brain. I mean, that's another thing about this. This sleep science too is so we've talked about it before, but the the really valuable all of sleep is valuable. If you look at it broken up into a couple of parts, you have your deep sleep, you have your REM sleep, and you have your light sleep. Um, there's more. There's more. It's more complicated than that, but those are kind of the three biggies. Mm-hmm. They're all equally important. The majority of the kind of sleep you get is light sleep, right? So you're kind of up, you're kind of down, whatever. Yeah. You're hovering around. You're not dreaming, and you're not in deep delta wave sleep. Delta wave sleep, the deep sleep is really important and it diminishes as we get older. So you're able to get two hours, pretty consistent, pretty healthy when you're a young buck. And then as you get older, that starts to get less and less. And the less deep sleep you get, the more your brain suffers because the only time that brain can be deep cleaned, washed, um, washed, the only time pressure, you get your brain washed, baby, yeah, baby. Is when, it's when you hit that deep sleep. Now they think they think and they theorize that maybe um, because it, like all this kind of like brain connection happens while you're sleeping, so you learn a bunch of shit throughout the day. You go to sleep, and then as you're sleeping, it makes the jump over in the hippocampus or some shit. I don't know frontal cortex, some shit. I don't remember. Fucking but anyway, frontal cortex. Yeah, it crystallizes for you, and then you get. That's how you kind of develop instincts, and that's how you get good at rollerblading or you know playing a sport or learning some skill or a language, you know. And they think that because kids are constantly learning new shit all the time, it necessitates more deep sleep or delta wave sleep. And then as you get older, you don't. You kind of know what you know. You learn less and less. You're taking on less skills, 
And then, you know, that compounded with maybe just being able to get less of that sleep anyway. Yeah. And then you start to age. But people that are like constantly examining things, learning new music to play, you know, having this white belt, white belt mentality for life, picking up new skills. I'm going to learn how to do this. I'm going to pick other up other languages, other languages, all that kind of shit that like then improves their sleep, which then, you know, is able to wash their brain effectively and then keep them young on top of, you know, all the positive serotonin and dopamine you get from having, you know, learn a new skill or something to look forward to, right. et cetera, et cetera. So it just uh, it just speaks to you know reading, staying active, and then also happiness. You know, I think it's Socrates, yeah. right? Socrates is. said, "An unexamined life is not worth living." You I should still be. Still think that was Heathcliff again, bro? Could be Heathcliff. Could <laughs> be Heathcliff. Could be Garfield. Yeah. Uh, could be Nurbert. <laughs> Nurbert's back, baby. <laughs> Nurbert back. Um, could be Malmaduke. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you don't know. We don't know. Could be. Uh, could be Walker, we, Texas Walker. Walker. We're not doctors. We don't know. It could be Heathcliff that said that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first half. First half. Cliffhanger ending. Cliffhanger, just because you don't know what he's going to say next. What he's going to say. Yeah. yeah. No logical place to split this outside of just pure time um, consideration and being, you know, mindful of our listeners, you know, liking the episodes at a reasonable length. Yeah. Um, And so you can't edit Gabrus, so we're not going to. We are not. But if you have any questions about what we did uh, talk about, any of the, uh, um, I mean, anything. Any of the TV shows to any of the uh, the actual uh, life stuff, um, longevity stuff, um, you know, go ahead and, and hit us up on all social media at the dumbbells across the platforms or email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. I mean, at this point, you know, we're just trying to live better, better lives for ourselves now that we are older men. I mean, it is, it, you know, the most thought that I've had to it is just like, man, I just, I'm trying not to ever have the, um, you know, uh, the hindsight mentality of like, oh man, I should have been doing this better. So now I'm just focused on being better now. But you never realize when you're in your 20s how many, how much time you wasted of just like, you know. But at the same time, it's like, I also enjoyed my life at that time. So, you you know, maybe my brain health wasn't the best, but. Overall, I experience life in a different way than I'm experiencing it now, which is a learning thing. It is. And you just you can't until you experience it. You have no grasp on how swift life is. Yeah, that's for sure. And you have this kind of confidence um, as a youth that you lose, too. So it's this kind of that whole youth is wasted on the young, you know, where you have this like, um, you know, the possibilities are endless. You really. Mm Even if even if you're a practical person, you you believe in yourself in a way that you don't as you age. Because just because you get more realistic, it's just kind of sure. like, I mean, I w- I would like, uh, you know, see great artists or something and think like, oh wow, I'm ca- I'm, I'm capable of this, you know. Yeah. And it's it ain't gonna happen on that level. It'll happen in my own way, in a way that's satisfying to me and has, you know. But it's not on that way. So it's like, man, if you if you could combine those two things. You really got it made. I mean, I guess it happens every once in a while with these kind of these icons that we see sometimes. But man, you just you just don't get how swift life is until you 
experience the swiftness of it. Yeah. I, I was thinking about it, you know, we didn't get it. We talked about diet in the abstract, but there is real specific diet stuff that I do try to try to do. Yeah. um, Like on a consistent basis where I'm, I'm thinking about inflammation when I'm eating and I'm really consistent about like, Oh, I got to make sure that I'm, you know, getting representing the macronutrients in a healthy way with dietary fiber, you know, before, like, I would just kind of like, Oh, what's the best for gains or what's the best to get lean Right and now I'm thinking about like, oh, what kind of phytonutrients or, you know, catechins or antioxidants, like all that kind of stuff. Like what's a good superfood and, you know, how much greens can I sneak into my diet every day? And sure. Yeah. I eat broccoli sprouts a lot for the sulforaphane, um, which is, you know, like pretty powerful in its anti-cancer benefits, you know. So I'm always mixing broccoli sprouts into my salad. I've grown them myself and then really? I also will buy them. Yeah. Yeah. You can grow, they're easy to grow. You do it like in jars. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like in three, water, like in water or in like. Yeah. It, little it, water, it, little sunlight. You don't need soil or anything. Oh, they wow. They just sprout and then grow in these jars and they'll fill the whole jar and then you can harvest them. Like and in three, the same way that like you would do like uh, green onions where it's just kind of in water. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And uh, yeah, three day old broccoli sprouts are, have the highest amount of that sulforaphane that you want. Wow. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know and then that. you can like you can blend them in shakes, or um, I wouldn't juice them. You want to eat them all, so you could blend it, or you could have it. You know, I just have them in salads all the time. Just whip them into salads. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, so uh, Probably yeah, I've been trying sprouts. to yeah, I've been trying to do that pretty regularly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so the, and then just like another thing that we didn't talk about is um, I do weigh myself more than I used to, just because. Oh, right, we never talk about that really. Yeah. Yeah, just because I'm trying to measure to manage, you know, and I did feel like during quarantine that my weight was creeping up a little bit. Just because and, you were like uh, the uh, quantity. Yeah, than, eating, yeah. E- yeah, definitely eating more, which people have heard me go on and on about, but also, you know, a little more sedentary. Sure. So just not as much on the go. So it was, you know, eating more and burning less. Even if it's a small amount, those two things combined together kind of compounded. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm at that age to where it's easy to start just padding weight on. Sure. You know, you go up a few pounds every year, you know, as you hit like middle aged and then, you know, 10 years go by and then you're, you know, you're obese, you know? Yeah. So, or 10 years go by and that's like 15. 15 to 20 pounds, 15 pounds on. Yeah. That's, that's not just like, Oh, I got to run this off. That's just like, no, you, you gradually padded this on. This is your weight now. And so that puts you at risk for these kind of metabolic disorders that, you know, can come with age that if you're just, if you're, if you're healthy about it and you're mindful about it, you can just avoid, you know, having to go through all that pain later of having to lose that shit. Now that's only if you have a healthy relationship with the scale. Some people don't. So yeah. Yeah. It might be a moot point for you, but if you do, I don't what know. Is, I, I, what is your, how often are you doing this? Though I just do like, I just make sure I'm checking in with my weight, like at least once a week. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not letting myself get obsessed over it. Like, oh yeah, I'm down a quarter pound or up or whatever, but yeah. you know, we got a scale in the house. We, I never had one in the house before, but got a scale in the house and just like at least once a week, I'll just check in, make sure it's staying at that kind of. Is you it know, like just the classic one or is it one that hooks up to your phone and stuff? It's hooks to your phone and stuff, but I'm who knows how yeah. accurate it is. That's pretty much all you can kind of buy now is that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it does have the body weight percentage. Like I have mine too and, you know, it has it, but I don't pay attention to it. I like it. Yeah. But 
you you use the same scale always and don't yes. base it off another scale and that's right. that's the best thing that you can do and and not get mad at whatever that number is but make sure that it's consistently staying in that average if you want it to or going down if you want it to or going up if you or want it to up. but other than that like you know uh, don't don't pay attention to the number take pay attention to you know where you hover around whatever that number yeah, you're is watching on your scale. Yeah, trends. It should. Yes, it trends. depending on what your goals are, it should be trending. You know, maintenance or trending up or trending down. Sure. And so you'll have little fluctuations that are normal. And like, yeah, like Eugene was saying, same scale, same time of day, same kind of clothes or nude. Just yeah. So you don't same nude clothes, nude colored clothes, nude colored clothes. Yeah. Kim, Kim West. Yep. Kim Kim Kardashian West. Yeah. Kim West Kardashian. Kim West Kardashian nude, nude colored clothes. spandex. Yes, of course, always. Right. Doesn't she, didn't she wear like nude doesn't that kind of their look the Kanye yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or was for a while. What about Vice, the hologram of the dad? That Trish started to show me that from that birthday and I was like turn it off. I can't. It <laughs> it stressed me out. It made it's, me upset. It's so morbid. It made me upset. When he like dances and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it just I like she kept laughing and turning it towards me, and I go, "It's upsetting me across the board, across the board." It, it bothered me, um, oh, but that's yeah, wild. Um, but if you do have um, questions for us or for Gabrus, uh, hit us up on all of uh, any of the social media outlets uh, at the dumbbells, or email us at ask the dumbbells. Uh, at gmail.com. Also, you know, I I want to keep talking about this. Rate, review us on uh, on Apple um, Podcasts so that we can give you a shout out, Peloton style or just dumbbell style. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, and we'll do we'll do another round of those shout outs um, next week. Uh, next week's second half of this Gabrus episode. So, so give us now. a name. Give a, give us a name or a hashtag or something. A name and something you want us to say. Yeah. Within reason, I mean, don't you know? You don't got to be fucking F. Scott Fitzgerald over there. No, you know? no, no, you don't. You're gonna be James Joyce with the fucking length of this shit. But yeah. uh, you know, little short yeah. thing you want us to little, say, do little, it. A little nugget of knowledge or something like that. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Also, you know, get your friends listening. Um, and get your uh, enemies. Get your enemies. You know, push your enemies into it. Right in the yeah. throat. Yeah. Throat, throat jab your enemies with this stuff. Get man. your friends to listen and your enemies to listen closer. Nice. That's what that saying is, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But yeah, um, that's how you can find us. Um, and, uh, you know, you you comment on our stuff and that's the way we'll find you and you guys can find each other. So, uh, yeah, um, there's more of Gabrus to come next week. So get ready for that. And Stand uh, by for yeah. part two. Uh, some more fun stuff planned for you guys this fall. We got the winter months coming up. We got the holidays coming up. So mm-hmm. we're, we'll come up with some good ideas to help you guys stay in shape and, uh, you know, stay on point with nutrition and all that Boom. good shit. Let's do it. So on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero and our yep. wonderful guest uh, this week, as well as next, the incomparable John Gabris. We would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live in Between. Nice. One, two, three. That was a hit.